Hello everyone, Suppleboy Griffin Sheridan here to welcome you back to the Stegman and his amazing friends podcast feed. It is the year 2022, which is crazy, and in this year, of course, we're hoping to bring you guys a whole bunch of new stuff here in the segment of His Amazing Friends feed. As you know, it has been a little light over the past few months here because we've been doing some crazy stuff with KLC Press, the new imprint that Ryan and Donnie have started over on Substack. So you can head over to klcpress.com to learn all about the endeavors that we've been doing. I'm not going to say too much more about it because I've already spoken about it in a couple of previous episodes, and I'm sure you guys are probably aware at this point. If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you're a fan of Ryan Stegman or Donnie Cates or comics in general, and therefore I assume you've probably heard about KLC Press because it's the best goddamn thing that's ever happened to you or anybody in your life, and you should subscribe to it right now at klcpress.com. We got a a whole new podcast over there as well as a bunch of other stuff. It's kind of the best thing ever. But we are, of course, hoping to do more uh, podcasts for you guys just like we used to back in the day. Uh, So we're going to be working towards getting some brand new episodes out to you guys on this feed exclusively. Before we get to that, though, we wanted to share with you um, a rendition of a very, very special episode that we got to do uh, a few months ago with the one and only Todd McFarlane. This was a live stream that we got to do back in November, so if you do want to see the video for it, it is up on our Stegman and Friends YouTube channel. You can find the link to that in the description for this episode. Uh, but it's a great, great chat, of course, between a whole bunch of legends of the industry. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, please subscribe to klcpress.com. Uh, get ready for more podcasts. There's more podcasts coming out uh, on the Amazing Friends Network as a whole. Book Club is now exclusively on klcpress.com. Meanwhile, Ethan and I are still trucking along on Supple Boys and our brand new show, Comic Book Rewind, so you can check those out as well. Okay, love you guys. Enjoy the show. Steg. Man and his amazing friends. Oh my God, everybody. Hi, Donnie Cates here. Ryan? I'm Ryan. He draws comics and I write them sometimes. And this is mm-hmm. the uh, Kids Love Chains official uh, Substack channel. And today, um, well, you already know what's going on. You you followed all the, all the prompts and you saw all the, all the, all the Instagrams and, and the tweets and everything. And this is the part of the show where I'm supposed to introduce our guest, where I'm supposed to like give a whole huge list of like accolades and all these things and tell you how impressive this person is. But really what's fun, what's, what's fascinating and amazing about today's guest is that I don't have to do any of that. All I, all I have to say for you guys to understand how incredible of a human being we're about to be uh, joined by, um, all you need to hear is two words. And those two words are Todd McFarlane. Ladies and gentlemen, the Todd father. Uh, I'm going to combine you guys to Ryan Cates or Donnie Stegman. So <laughs> I like it that at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah. How are you doing, Todd? Good. How are you, how are you gentlemen doing? Sort of with uh, the world being what it is, we don't get to cross paths uh, like we normally do at conventions. Too bad. No, we don't. No, don't. No, it's it's getting back up there. Have you been to a show at all this year? 
You no. haven't been to a show since everything locked down? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, it, it, at my core, I don't know how you guys are. I, could you guys seem to be way more energetic than me? I'm, I'm a bit of a homebody when you get right down to it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I go to shows, I'm like exuberant and I have a good time. But if you were asking me, would I rather be home with my wife? Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm the exact same way. I know Ryan is, too. I love seeing the fans. It is a bit of a it gives me a little bit of energy and kind of, re, you know, it's so easy to forget what you're doing. You know, you, it's an everyday grind and you're yeah. doing it every day and you're, you know, putting all this mental energy towards it. But it just kind of it becomes a job. Then you go to shows. That's the nice thing is, you know, Ryan and I go and we see this big line and Todd, you have a fucking enormous line. And then you look and you go, oh, wow, there's actually people on, at the end of this, you know, assembly line. There's human think, beings think, who love I comics. Think I think it's one of the things in Hollywood that surprises some of the celebrities is especially the ones that, you know, are are never have a live audience, if you will. Right. Um, yeah. That they know. I mean, intellectually, they all know that there's millions of people watching what they do. But when they actually are in those rooms, a Hall C or Hall H, I mean, you know, right. or New York, there you can you can see a little bit that they're like, man, this is cool, right? I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. They know, they know even if, no matter how big they are, they still are like this is pretty cool being in front of four or five thousand people and they're all sort of going crazy. So, yep. Let me ask you this, Todd. This is a really good intro for this. I had a question planned, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw the trash. I want to ask you this. So I heard you recently on uh, on Comic Tom, uh, 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 a show, and yes. you were talking about. They asked you about the cover that I drew for Spawn, and they, you know, and they told you that, you know, I I had told them that it was such an enormous thing for for me, and it was such a huge honor, and it was. You know, for me, especially like I don't really have a rear um, a, a rear view window. I don't look back at stuff like I don't really keep copies of the stuff that I do and everything. But that book, that book that I did for you was such a standout thing in my career that I have it framed. I have everything. And so I wanted to ask you in your career, are there things still to this day after so long doing this? Are there things that you still feel that? that energy about where you feel like oh my god i can't believe this is real is that is that still are you still able to access that um well i answer it on two levels uh from uh an original art point of view there are and ryan you're gonna know this one there are some pages you sold that you wish you had back now oh yeah because <laughs> you, sure. you didn't know you didn't know you knew you needed the extra 200 bucks right and that you right. didn't know it was like Man, I, I, you know, maybe I should have kept that amazing, or that Spider-Man number one cover, you mm -hmm. know, or, right. or the, the Venom, the very first Venom cover, you know, but it seemed like trading it for $600 worth of hockey cards made a lot of sense at the time. <laughs> um, and now you go, what, what do I know? But um, the, the looking back, it's, uh, and I think what I'm going to say is probably true for almost anybody that's had a, even a little bit to a lot of celebrity I don't think, I don't think we really analyze our lives. I mean, we, that's what right. interviews. That's what interviews are for, right? You get up, you basically each day is another step in the marathon, mm -hmm. and at some mm. point, you know intellectually, yeah, I've run a lot of miles, right? right? But 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 you're way more concerned about what's in front of you because you haven't got to mm -hmm. the finish line yet, right? We're all we're all going to go to our grave with a thousand ideas that we will never have gotten out of our heads. Right. And it's sort of the frustration of all of it. So 
So, I mean, are, are, are we proud of the work behind us? Yeah, sure. You know, was it enjoyable? Yeah, sure. But I, I put it probably in the same box as uh, high school, which is had a good time. It was pretty cool, but I don't plan on going back to high school. It doesn't diminish high school. It just right. means it's in my past. It's not It's not in my future. I, I, I would put my time at Marvel in the same box. It was a good time. I I had lots of friends there. I enjoyed it, but it's something that's in my personal past, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, everything that excites me is about like today and tomorrow, right? That's, yeah. Because that's new. Right. Well, that's one of the things that I think is so um, fascinating and inspiring uh, about you, Todd. I mean, you know, I'm, it's no, it's no, it's no secret how much, you know, both Ryan and I have been influenced by you specifically. Um, I guess, well, well um, let, let, let me ask you this. So the Substack that you're on right now is called our, our, or what are you holding up in? What you I'm just trying to influence you. I'm just trying to influence you. You yeah, always keep that, that next to your desk? <laughs> no, I, actually some papers fell. As I I've got it near my up. desk. And so I, went, I didn't even good. know I had that here. It just fell. It just fell. So, anyway. That poster, I had the poster that oh, on yeah, my wall me too. as a kid. It, when I would lay on my side, it was right there, you know? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, what I wanted to, I wanted to ask you is, you know, that uh, this is maybe a silly thing to ask, but it kind of does bring me to a larger point. Um, are you aware that our our Substack and the thing that we're doing is called Kids Love Chains Press? Yeah, I think somebody told me that. Yeah. And do you do you know what it's from? I I I don't know. I I I think one time I may have said something to you about kids like chains or something. I don't know. Like I don't I don't remember, but. This is this is the best moment of my entire life to yeah. tell you this. This is this is literally the, 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 my favorite thing of all time. So, um, you did that video a million years ago uh, with it's you and Rob and Stan Lee, and you're and you're creating a character, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, comic think, book greats is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. can yeah. find that on YouTube. Overkill. 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 Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that Rob maybe did layouts and then you did finishes yeah. or something like that. We were going back and forth. We were going back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at one point, it's my favorite thing that has ever been said about, about comics. And I, I, it sounds like I'm being maybe funny, but it's true, is that you, in this video, you have your head down and you're drawing. And this is exactly what you'd, you do. You go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add some chains here kids love chains and you put your head back down and you were so sincere about looking into the true. camera and saying kids love chains and it is 100% true but sure. for me and for Ryan it's an ethos to 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 us that is to say that like you know yes is telling profound stories and all these things is important and having something to say is important but but never lose sight of, of the fact that kids love chains yeah look at it like, i know exactly where you're going look at people have asked these questions and and usually the writers are way sort of smarter than us ryan could we just like to draw cool stuff yeah um and they sit there and they go why was spider-man so popular and then you get that whole thing even stan i was on stage with stan dozens of times you know, it's like, wow, he was, a, you know, like us and he was flawed like us and he was this like us. And I'm just going, yeah, well, that fucking doesn't answer the question about Batman. <laughs> He's kind of cool, right? He's got a billion dollars and he drives it. Right. Like, so, so what's the common, I think you guys are way overthinking this. 
Well, I'll tell you what I, why I think Batman and Spider-Man popular. Because they're fucking cool. Like, what are you yeah. talking yeah, about? Yeah, yes, yes. Anybody, you and I, Ryan, and, and Donnie, we could stick to the ceiling right now. That would be super awesome, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and, and I'm not eight years old, and it still would be super awesome. And to be able to put on a big black cape and then just wait till three o'clock in the morning and then turn to your butler and go, get me the black cape because I'm going to go scare the shit out of the bad guys. That's, <laughs> like, that guy's yeah. cool. That guy's cool. And you get to jump and do all this. So I think at some, some point we we forget that we were all eight years old. And it's exactly. Really, yeah. One piece that has done me a lot of good in my life that whenever I'm in a room with all these people overthink, I think overthinking that it's, I have to stop them and just go, guys, the re like I do this sometimes with my toys when I'm trying to get approvals and they're talking about their movies and their, in their anime, whatever it is they're doing, the big conglomerates. And then I just go, you, here's what you guys are forgetting, that you were eight once. So, right. so yeah. why, am I, why am I picking that character over that character who you think is more popular or has a bigger, or you got some story? It's like, it doesn't matter because that per, that character over there is in a three-piece suit and I'm selling toys and that guy over there has got four rocket launchers on his back. Come on, you used to be eight. Do you remember? Right. Like, come like. They've, they've forgotten <laughs> they've forgotten what it's yeah. like to be young and exuberant so whenever somebody does a cover just like ryan you know goes hey todd i'll do a cover what do you want i'm like the drawing that you wanted a poster up like if ryan draws the drawing that he always wanted on his wall i assume it's going to be pretty awesome and mm -hmm. the ones that disappoint me are the ones when people go oh you know i bet you todd wants this or you know this is what i think smart forget all that stuff what were the 10 images that we still have in our mind that we can't lose that we, that we're trying to replicate, you know, so dark Knight, take dark Knight. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully you guys are a little bit like me, uh, but again, you know, maybe I'm a visual guy. So maybe there's more for Ryan. There are about 10 panels in that story mm -hmm. that I could close my eyes and replicate right now. I right. mean, they're, they're literally burnt in my brain. That's how much impact they had. Now, another gun to my head, and 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 they say, what was the panel before and after it? I don't know. Mm. I, I don't remember. Right. But I do remember that one. Mm -hmm. right. So they don't all have to be grand. They just have to be enough of them to basically make an impact. And then you walk away going, man, that Dark Knight was awesome. Not, man, every panel of the Dark Knight was awesome. It was the Dark Knight was awesome as a whole, right? And this is... The piece I try to get on the artists who think that every panel has to be a masterpiece. No, no. Well, that's yeah, the something that I, I try to keep in mind all the time when yeah. I'm doing stuff is, you know, you can get bogged down by like trying to do conceptual covers or be clever on a cover, but nothing's cooler than like just the figure. Well, the Spawn covers, I mean, they're all like that, you know, where they just show off Spawn and it looks great and, you know, blew my mind as a kid. Yeah. That's one of the things that that Ryan and I really dug into, and because like um, Ryan and I's new um, image book, which is called Vanish, um, um, it's Plug. it's Ryan's it's Ryan's it's Ryan's first image book ever. Mm -hmm. and oh, Ryan! It's, it's about time. I know, right? Yeah. And so we we sat. I I I flew out to his house, and we for the better part of two weeks, we was sit, sat down and just broke it down. And Ryan is such a student of you and, a, and such a student of the ethos, as am I. 
that we we pulled out a number of different volumes of comics to serve as kind of inspiration to go back to everything, one of which was Spawn. And one of the things that we kept on, like, you know, I would, you know, obviously I'm going on about story and character meeting and all this kind of shit, right? And 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 Ryan kept on, you know, um, and, th and this is why I, I work with this guy and I will for the rest of my life, is he kept on saying like, hey, we need to build in moments that are just look fucking awesome. That just are just visually stunning. We need to like make sure that we have that, that, that what is the splash page from this issue that could be a t-shirt, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because that's the thing. Look, because Ryan is saying what everybody should say, which is what, what drew us to comic books, mm -hmm. right? And, right. And, and, and the visuals were a big part of it. Right? right. So I don't care. Even the writers, surely there were covers that drew you in and characters and designs and whatever else. So, yes, I don't think we need to be shy. I mean, you don't have to do it every page, every panel. Right. But but you do have to have, you know, the 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 wow moments every now and then that right. people just yeah. back on in your chair that just go, oh, man, I'm never I'm never going to forget that two page spread. Right, right. They, they have to be there because it worked for us. It worked for the prior generation. It's going to work for the next one. We haven't evolved as a human species. I think we all sort of react to the same visceral sort of stuff right out of the gate. And then if you can get some of that, especially on a cover, then you've got a fighting chance uh, that somebody might pick up your book. And then the pressure is on that the story has to deliver for them to come back and buy more. Right, because right. They've, yeah. made, they've made the curiosity buy. I mean, to me, it's a little bit like getting a big opening in um, in in a, in a movie. I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easier to open up the first week. To me, what really tells whether the movie is strong is is whether people are still going to see it by week three. Right. Right. So yeah. Sure. Whenever I talk to people on Image, I'm like, hey, you know, you guys get out of the but you guys know you're going to have a winner on your hand when you get to issue seven and eight. And oh, by right. the way, for a guy like me, who's just like competitive all the time, that it's that that those are the ones you have to work a little bit harder to get noticed. But it but it, but when it when it works, I there's sort of a weird satisfaction of issue eight, 12, 25 succeeding. Totally. Yeah. Way more than one, because we've all had issue number ones that have worked. Right. Uh, and so of others. But how many people have had issue number 24 work? Right. right. Or 301. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I mean, I mean, are you, are you, yeah, 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 baby. Do you, I mean, do you allow yourself to, do you, because like I'm, my wife, Megan, who you know, you met and you actually, I, I actually want people to know that this story, um, I was at the airport with Megan and I had to fly somewhere else and she had to fly back home. And it just happened that she was going to be on the, on the same flight with Todd. And um, Todd and I talked for a second at the airport. We just like bumped into, into each other. And then she texted me when she landed that Todd waited for her at the gate and then helped her grab her bags and like talk to her about her art and everything like that. And I can't tell you how endearing and it just speaks to what kind of a guy you really are that it really, it really meant a lot to me and to her. Um, 
I need, well, no, actually, I, I needed a couple blocks filled on a couple pages, so I, I didn't get a chance to get to my punchline, which was really, really what that was all about. <laughs> I, can, I can butter her up and then say, hey, before you get in the taxi, is there any way you could finish some of these blocks for me here? Oh, that? well, she would, she would, so, so she, she would do she, it in she, misinterpreted, she misinterpreted all of it. So. You're going to, you're going to put the entire Kate's household on the, on the payroll yeah. one of these days. <laughs> Does it, is it, is it something when you look at something like, like spawn 300 and then 301 and all that stuff, that kind of goes back to my, my earlier thing that I was talking about is that like, when I have like record break, uh, breaking, like sales on something that I've at least record breaking in my, in my own portfolio or, or, or in comics or where, whatever it is. Um, I very rarely let myself enjoy that. And Megan is very good about reminding me to be like, Hey, Hey, yeah. Hey, don't just those, that box of comps. Don't just put that away. Like take a second. Do you allow yourself with like spawn and 300 and stuff to, sit with that for a second and absorb it unfortunately unfortunately not not really um yeah. not really uh, because because tomorrow is another day it's another thing yeah and another page and then and, right and if you're in the grind of getting books out and yeah. doing things and plus i've got the toys and some other stuff i do it in other places it's it's yeah, I, I I mean, and you know, you've been at, for me. I've been at it for a while, so I've had some peaks and some valleys. So you 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 know, you sort of you know for a second maybe inside, but you go okay. Right. So tomorrow yeah. we got two more pages in issue number two. We got to get going. See, I'm the same way, Todd. I I I and I think that being in publishing, especially in comics it kind of forces your brain to rewire itself to not be um, as much in the present as it is like, you know, like I'm always, everything that I write is six months in the future. Oh. So it forces my brain to be in the future. Right. Oh. And so, and so like trying to be like present is really tough for me, which brings me you know, to my, to my actual question for you, which is, um, one of the things I admire about you the most is how much of a work ethic that you have and you outwork anybody in this industry and you're the hardest working man in comics and always have been, but how do you reckon that with the home life, with having a daughter, with having a wife, with like, how do, are you able to turn it off and just go and be Todd, the father or like hey. Todd, the husband? Yeah. Um, I would say that the balancing of our careers and our home life is arguably the toughest task that any of us have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't, I mean, even outside of comic books, work, 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 family balance. Uh, I can't say, and my wife would agree that I've, I've figured it out uh, that, that good, especially sort of early on when you're, you know, everything's about like climbing the mountain and I'll show everybody. Um, but at some point you have to, you know, you just have to prioritize, right? And especially yeah. as kids come along, then it's sort of that sort of readjust it whenever else. Here's here's and I've said it before, but here's what I found out along the way is when you're young and and and, and we have a tendency to do this, the opportunity comes and we say yes to every one of them. Can you do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do everything. Why? Because it's it's fun, it's exciting, um, it's a great opportunity. You're trying to build your career, you're trying to get noticed. So so doing a lot of it makes sense in your head. But but I but I found that at some point 
I like I said yes too many times, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 then what ends up happening, and I I always liken it to a juggler that I go I don't care what kind of a juggler you are I don't care if you're like a paid professional person from the circus or circus de soleil in in Vegas whatever everybody has a max number and but but no matter what your max number of balls is even if you can juggle twenty once somebody adds one more ball to the equation. You can't juggle the balls, and guess what happens to all the balls? All the balls drop, and what that when and what that means to me was, I I became aware that although I could do it all, it it came at a cost of uh, imbalance uh, in my family life, and all the work was suffering a little bit. I knew, I knew. I mean, we all know when we're on our A game and we're given the best we can on a piece of paper. and when you're aware that you're not giving your best because you're in a time crunch, it, it, it sort of, it bugs you. It bugs mm-hmm. you because you don't, you, you know, you're kind of cheating the public a little bit. Right. And you're, right. Yeah. they're supporting you and you should be giving your all. And so I, I learned along the way that I'm a, I'm a five ball juggler and, and if opportunity knocks and it's like, Oh my gosh, that's a great thing. I have to put down one of these five. I have to stop. Right. I have to stop, put in the fifth ball, and then I'm back. And then I can keep the balance because part of that balancing is sort of the career and the home life. And I, I don't want that to get out of whack. And so it's a it's a sadly a, a hard learned lesson that maybe you two gentlemen have also learned. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out, man. I really am. You know, this this thing, this whole comic book thing for me happened so fast. Right. You know, well, like gonna be, I've I'm been, gonna be, I'm going to be your dad here for a minute then. Donnie. Okay. I'll if I yeah, can help please. You a little bit. I'm going to help you. You're, you're one of the people, cause I have this conversation with people, maybe Ryan, I don't know him well enough. So maybe Ryan pay attention, son. Cause you mm-hmm. may, you may, you may need this too. Both of you guys, but I'm going to be talking to Donnie here specifically. Cause he, he, he started it. You've been in this career long enough, Donnie, you've made your mark. This is the piece that's really odd to, a guy, to me about a guy like you. You've made your mark and you act at times like you haven't. You've made it. And so not all of you made it. You've made it higher up the mountain than most people will ever make. So not only did you make your mark, but you made your mark pretty damn high. And so now there are people, lots and lots, probably millions across the world now that like what you do. But they, so they're, they're like Donny Cates fans. Okay. Now here's why that's important. And here's the bad part of it. They like you now because of your totality of your work. Right. And there's nothing that you're going to do tomorrow. That if you say I'm doing five books instead of four books, they're not going to like you anymore, Donnie. And if, and if you say, no, 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 I'm not going to do four books. I'm only going to do three books. They're not going to like you any less, Donnie. Because you're still going to be Donnie the writer that is my favorite. And no matter how good that next book is or how bad that next book is, they're still going to love you, Donnie. And so it means that once you've made your mark and you've had enough years and you've got longevity and you've got a body of work behind you, which both you gentlemen have, it means that you don't have to like fight it so much all the time to always be in the limelight. There is nothing you're going to write tomorrow, Donnie, that's going to make anybody that's a fan of yours like you more or less. So, so a, you have to ask yourself the question, do I have to even write it? And if it's not 
perfect. And, and for Ryan, it means who gives a fuck if the buildings don't have a million windows on it? Don't worry about it. You've done a thousand great buildings, Ryan. Don't worry about it. They're not going to say, man, I don't like Ryan anymore because you only put 600 windows on this landscape mm-hmm. instead of a thousand. They're not, they, they either like you or they don't. What cover, what drawing could I do, even a stick figure that would get people off my bandwagon? You know what they would do if I did a stick figure? They'd give me the benefit of the doubt I was having a bad day. That mm-hmm. was, and so, and they keep totally. going. And so once, once you now say, I'm here, I'm established, it, you don't have to chase as many things all yeah. the time. And you can start getting a little picky and a little bit choosy. And then all of a sudden you can bring a little bit of the balance into it. You don't have to be on all five of the fastest horses in a race. You only have to be really on one of them at, at, at any given time. And you're in pretty good shape. So. That is, um, that was awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to get uh, 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 schooled so hard in this because that's absolutely something that I needed to hear. Um, yeah, have perspective is basically what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, and it's, Ryan it's tells impossible. me that all – Ryan, I mean, Stegman is so good about doing that with me yeah. as well, is telling me to, like, slow down and not, and not freak out so much yeah. or whatever it is, you know. Um, Donnie, ask- here's what I'm going to say, Donnie, is that Ryan and I – look, I, I tell my wife, everybody in comic books is neurotic. Right. Everybody, yes, that's myself true. included. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference, though, between artists and writers, and there is a difference, mm-hmm. is that because of the, the, the time it takes to draw a book, we can only be neurotic on one book. And so mm-hmm. we're right. limited. We're limited to our neuroses, because yeah. if I had five books, I'd be scrambling doing it all, too. Writers can do multiple books. So you guys get to scatter that a lot more. And, and then yeah. the problem is, as you know, you got four books, you want them all to do well. So you have to promote them all. And, and, and so, and you know that you can't sort of give equal time to each one of them because one might perk a little bit high and you have to figure out the balance of four books. Yeah. Where Ryan and I just have to go, shit, put our head down. This is the one that we want to be cool. Cause it's the only one that we can do this month. Uh, when do you when do you think that because like a lot of what you're talking about it to me uh, uh, speaks to the idea of like imposter syndrome like you know yeah. like for me it it very yeah. much is like this all happened so fast that for me it's just like well I'm one book away from people figuring out that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and right. that I'm did you do I you still, I still have that. Do you? But did but did you have a moment when when you felt like like the advice that you're giving me right now of like 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 how did you find that? Like how did you I, probably just learn that? Probably just probably probably just time. I I I I probably had enough moments like you guys. I always thought, and I, I'm, I don't know if you guys had that that every signing you go to, the 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 most nervous part is when you actually turn the corner to the. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. you think that there's not going to be anybody there. Yeah, right? yeah. And the, and the gig's over, right? Uh, oh my and God. then and then it's actually longer than you thought, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess it's not going to be this week. They're going to pop the bubble. Uh, yeah, right. And then, and then eventually that happens enough time that you just go, ah, oh, you know what? I guess I'm kind of here to stay at some level. Um, one, so now, you know. I, you've made your career, you've made your mark, you've made some money. And so, so now like, what am I, what am I bustling for? Right. What am right. I, what am I hustling for? If, if, cause when you're in your twenties, we, we know why we were hustling, right. Mm-hmm. For notoriety for career and for, and the, and right. the to put yeah. some money in the bank. And now all of those are taken care of check, check, check. So now it's just, 
personalities because I'm just a competitive guy. So I'm just going, Ryan, I wish you the best, but fuck, you're going to have to punch me hard in the face and knock me over. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're going to go at it. But if you're yeah. cool, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go at it willingly, but I, I don't know, Donnie, I, th this is the piece that it's, and I, 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 I see it a little bit in a guy like uh, Scott Snyder too. Just, mm -hmm. sure. just be like, yeah. just like slow down, enjoy yeah. Enjoy the six thing. No, Scott and I have had so many conversations about that oh. because Scott Scott's career trajectory was as fast as mine. Yeah, like it just like we started, and then it was like almost night and day, just like you know, right. uh, ninety miles an hour, and it's never stopped. And when I think that when that happens, like uh, you know, especially for me, a kid who grew up pretty poor and didn't really have a whole lot of means or anything like that. Like I, it's a, a what's the term for it? There's a term. Uh, it's a, a famine thinking. Uh, like oh, if I don't, if I'm not doing nine projects at a certain time, then all this is gonna fall down, you yeah. know. But obviously that's not true, you know. Like Todd, can I ask you what? How old were you when you decided to leave Marvel and do Image? It was '92, right? '91. Uh, so I would okay. have been, I would have been thirty. That's so okay. crazy. That's that's wild. Um, so so what do you mean? I, I, Rob Liefeld, I think was twelve. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you talking about? We're we're all young. We're all young kids. Did you ever have? And I, I I'm sure the answer to this is no. But I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna ask it anyway. Um, I rem I remember I'm a big uh, Wizard magazine fan. I oh, fucking yeah, yeah, love yeah. it. I I have I have every issue. I have I have every single one. And the first issue they ever put out was a their big lead headline was an interview with you. And at the end of that interview, they asked you, "What are you doing next?" And you said, "I'm not going to do Spider Man anymore. If I do anything next, it'll be my own thing." And I was like, wow, what a cool, like, piece of history to, like, because they didn't know what image was yet, right? But I wanted to ask you, I know that you, or I assume, I guess, that you were all in on image and, like, jumping off that cliff and building your wings off the, on the way down. But have you ever given any thought whatsoever to the idea of if image didn't work, like, what would you be doing like what 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 would that look like yeah donnie this is easy look at this is this is where it becomes this is where it becomes easy so did i have any fear that it wouldn't work no because if you're an entrepreneur you never fear that you're going to fail but right. if it didn't let's just play that game out if it sure. didn't what do we think would have happened marvel and dc would take me back in a heartbeat isn't that yeah. right Donnie, yeah. I haven't done a page for either one of them for 30 years, and they both take me back in a heartbeat. And it's 30 yeah, years later, course. right? So so to me, it was just like cutting. <laughs> I always tell employees, I go, come on, I know you're an employee and you're doing good. You should be an entrepreneur once. And if it doesn't work, you can go back to your working for the man. That that right. opportunity is always there, right? But what if what if it works, right? So right. um but I but uh it, it also depends on like what what the definition is of what worked because I was, I was probably the most militant. Maybe I still am the most militant of the group. Uh, Cause like I said, I haven't done one page for Marvel and DC since, uh, since that, that fateful meeting in in December 91 uh, that I just want, no, I'm going to, I'm going to put this book out called spawn and I'm going to put an image logo on it. And if everybody else doesn't want to, 
there's going to be a company called Image because it's going to have at least one book. It's going to be called Spawn. I'm going to have it. And so I was yeah. determined that I was going to go to my grave uh, and it was going to be there. And 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 here's the other thing that I did that is sort of makes sort of life a little bit easy is that when I was younger uh, and I was working at Marvel, I drew a line in the sand of saying, man, if I make this much money, I will never, ever, ever ask for anything more. And it was 80,000 bucks. If I make 80,000 bucks, I'd probably make it about 60 at that time. I'm going, man, 80,000, that's it. And I drew the line. And here's the difference between me and a lot of other human beings I met. I crossed that line and I never moved it. So I'm not trying to get to now more than the 80. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay if I have to go back to the 80 because I thought 80 would have been super awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I don't care if I go backwards. What I find with people is they go, man, if I could only make like 50,000 and make 50 and then I'll say, man, if I can make 80 and they make 80. Right. And, yeah. make and what happens is it's always just four inches away. The best is always, they're always grasping. And for me, I'm like so far past what I set out for myself that instead of worrying about chasing all the time, I'm just going to sit there and, 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 and it, 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 to me, it gives me freedom. Cause I just go, I'm good. And what's happened? Even if they kick me back half, I'm still past the 80 mark. I'm good and good. And oh, by the way, even if they kick me off the team, I've had a 30 year run. I'm good. And this is sort of what, what years give you. You just go, it's been a good run, you know, let, let, let the young kids play now and, and have a good time of it. But I, I just, it, it, at some point, I just stopped worrying about whether this was going to be a career move and then said, am I, am I enjoying what I'm doing, right? Because I was doing yeah. so many things and so many pages and working so many hours that I wasn't able to, have, to enjoy any of the fruits of that labor, uh, right. whether that was just peaceful time with me, being able to spend some of the money on my family and go on vacation or whatever else. And I just went, nah, not worth it. It's not worth it. So, uh, and so uh, look at, I'll, I'll give you a story that, that uh, when I first started the toy company we were doing, we used to get people come out from uh, wall street and they used to come out to my house and he'd go, Hey Todd, you gotta go public. You gotta go public. And I'm like, mm, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Why is that? And they're going, oh yeah, you make a bunch of money. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and, and then they give me the whole explanation and I go, so I just want to be clear because I'm a little simple, little Canadian kid. Um, so you're saying I got to give up like 51% of my company for cash. And they're like, yeah, but it's a lot of cash. But I, I, I didn't, I didn't ask you how much cash I just asked, you, but I got to give up 51%. And so I'm not going to be in charge. And they're like, no. So I, okay. so, so I got to give it up for cash. And I go, is this a negotiating? Okay, Todd, instead of giving you one X, we'll give you two X. Yeah, but I still got to get 51% for 2x. Fine. Yeah. 3x. Dude, you're not listening. Uh, do I have to give you 51%? And then they're like, I go, here's the deal. I, I Here's the deal that would be perfect for me. You give me so much money, I can buy the company back that I just sold you. I keep the money and I fire you and I've got like 100%. Back. <laughs> Nobody wants to give me that deal. So let me just see if I can because I'm a bit of a control freak here uh, that let me just sort of give you my definition of my, that I was taught. My dad, and my mom taught me about a word. And I'm going to give you a, a word and it's called useless. So useless to me is, is when you have something and you, and you don't use it. Seems like a simple sort of definition. Well, I have bank accounts and guess what's in those bank accounts. 
money. Now, why is there money there? Because I'm not using it, which basically means all the money I got in the bank right now is essentially useless to me because I'm not using it. Now, people who work on Wall Street, I remember the look. They looked at each other like, oh, my God, did he just call money useless? Did he just call money useless? Like, fuck, he's an alien. And and so after that, they went back. Then the, Wall Street stopped coming to my door uh, because I think they passed the, the memo around. Years later, I remember I was at a meeting with a bunch of business people. And they, and I said, hey, I'm Todd. And they go, what did you say your name was? I said, Todd, in front of I've heard stories about you, right? That was it. He didn't even know what I did for a living. He just heard, <laughs> you're, the, you're the guy that thinks money is useless, right? Um, but once, because there's so many people that that's their only game that they have. And, and so whenever people ask me to do something, other than we can make money, okay, that's a given. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Right. Other than we can make cash. And if it's just, well, because it's easy and it's fast and we can make a buck, like it's not good. It's not good enough for me. Right. I mean, Joe Casada sometimes would phone me up, say, Todd, we should do this to help the industry and whatever. And I'm like, well, what, 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 what's the idea? What's the idea? Doing a one shot, doing a one shot crossover. How's that sustain and help the industry for the next four years? Right. Right. Well, it helped for one month and it maybe put some money in your pocket. My, but then what about the next month? Right. I mean, I don't know. Is there, you got an idea that lasts longer than thirty days? I, 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 right. I, I don't know. I, this is this is the piece where once once you're not driven, once you get to the point, and I can't say I was like that the whole time, but once you get to the point, we don't care about the money and the prestige and and the career anymore. You can be fearless, which is what I am. I, like what, what what can they take from me? What can what can that, what any human being take from me? All they can take from me is cash market shares you're not going to work in this industry we're like i mean all the stuff that is like <laughs> has, they don't even understand how unimportant that is <laughs> so it's like guys whatever all i'm saying is here's what i want to do here's the deal the answer is yes or no i don't give a shit about all the other gyrations that you have today is it yes or is it no? And if it's yes, I don't care how you got the yes. And if it's no, I don't care how you got to no. I don't want to hear about the past. I don't want to hear about past precedents. I don't want to hear about that. I just want to know, I got this. Here's the idea. Do you want to do it? I'm a big boy. I've heard the word no a thousand times. Don't worry about it if it's no. But if it's either no or yes, I don't give a fuck how you got to it. I don't give a fuck. You save that talk for somebody else. So if you've done the Hollywood stuff, they always do the callback. Todd, oh, yeah. What do you think of the meeting? What do you think of the meeting? Guys, I've told you before, I'm Canadian. I like everybody. So it's okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Here's what I know. Two options. Asshole says yes to my idea and really nice person says no. I'll take the asshole. What are you talking about? You need to get content. I need content at this point. So stop yeah. overthinking about whether I'm going to a barbecue with them. Right. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make things. Shiza. Um, I have a question. Uh, do you feel like you always wanted to be an entrepreneur or was that something that like you, you came to as you got that to that place in your career? Yeah, I think I, I think uh, us being freelancers are almost a de facto entrepreneur just by right. the fact we're True. freelancers, right? Mm -hmm. they, I don't know how it works now, but when, when I worked at Marvel in DC, you know, if they gave you 
a hundred bucks a page and you did 10 pages, you got a check for a thousand bucks. Right. Right. And so what, what, what that meant was that I had to then take care of saving money for taxes because mm -hmm. they didn't deduct any taxes. I had to save money for dental and medical and, you know, any other sort of rainy day things that might, so it sort of forced you to sort of be a little bit budget business like because they were just giving you a raw a raw amount and dropping mm -hmm. it on you. So I think that it was always there. Also, uh, I played sports at a high level. So, you know, I was competitive. I had a, a, a brother older than me and a brother younger than me by a year. So when you got brothers, I don't know about you guys, but shit, every day is a competition. Um, and so, and I think that they're just part of my, in my DNA right out of the womb, it was all there. So that I ended up sort of getting to a point where I was going to do it. I mean, my, some of my coaches would say, ah, Todd's uncoachable. So maybe I had part of that. That's like, I just got to do it my way. Um, but, but being a businessman, no, I have said a thousand times, I'm going to go to my grave and some people don't want to hear it. Uh, it's always amusing. <laughs> it's always amusing. Let me also, I don't really listen and to too many comments about myself, nor do I read the comments even on my own social media. Um, but it's always amusing when somebody sort of says why I did something because I thought I actually had a different reason, but good to be <laughs> better than me. Um, the, the reason for being a businessman is you got two choices. If you're going to try and get your art out there and, 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 and it, make it stick, you either have to ask for other people to help you mm -hmm. or you got to do it yourself. Those are the only two choices. What you don't get to do is get other people to help you not want to do it yourself and then bitch about it. Don't like that person. I won't, I just, I just don't have time for that person. So either trust some people or do it yourself. Those are the only two. And I was the guy that said, well, I'm just going to do it myself. Uh, so I had to learn it. I keep telling people I'm bilingual. I am bilingual. I I'm, I'm an artist who learned business and that's my second language. Right. right. So this, right. I'm, fluent, I'm fluent in the art and the yeah. business part of it. And this is the piece that people don't want to seem to get. And you guys know this. You have to have a certain level of success to keep the art going. Mm -hmm. you, and so so I don't I'm not trying to make my company successful or my things work because I want the prestige and the money, whatever. I, I want it because I can now leverage that to go into the next conversation with somebody that I'm asking them to do me a favor and, and I've got something to back it up and it's called success. Right. They would be their risk. They're, everybody's risk adverse, especially if they're giving you money, they're risk adverse and they want to sort of keep it down. So they go, Oh, you know what? He's done this, this, and this, and it all works out. You know what? It's not, it's just, it's kind of a safe bet and that's it. And then they let you do art and they let you do art and they let you do art. And next thing you know, you're going, wow. Wow, those guys think that I'm actually a businessman who does pretty good art when it's actually <laughs> an artist who has actually learned their their lingo, right? Right. So I don't care. I don't care how they get there. But of course I need success. Not so I can buy a yacht, which I don't have, or a Lamborghini, which I don't have, or some silk clothes, which I don't have. It's so that I can get up tomorrow and somebody's gonna let me do it again. And I just want to do art till the day right. I live. So Oh, that's yeah, awesome. that's, the, that's 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 I think the mo I think the one thing that I I legitimately do kind of stop sometimes and remind myself of, of like how cool this industry is and how and my place in it is that like I 
I'm the same way as you, man. Like, 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 uh, uh, you know, uh, cash is not my God. I don't care. Like, it's not something that I chase. It's not anything that I care about, but it is this idea of being, um, somebody that people can trust and, and that they can take chances on and that people will allow me to chase whatever sort of insane thing I have in my head because they go, well, it sounds fucking insane, but it's Donnie. He can do it. You know, like that kind of stuff, you know, I mean, especially from like, you know, like yourself or like Eric Stevenson when it comes to it, to it, to image, right? Like I've gotten to a place that I really, that I'm very, um, I'm, I'm like, I don't know, profoundly proud of that. Like I can just text Eric and say, Hey, me and Stegman are going to do this wild thing you know, um, um, uh, and we really like to do it with you guys. And he just texts back and goes, okay, because he trusts me. He trusts me. No, because you guys you know? have made your mark. Because you guys have made your mark. You're going to go back right, and yeah. say, right. you made your mark. You guys like, that's it. So so enjoy it instead of chasing it, right? And so that, right. so the book you're doing, although I, everybody wants it to be a huge success, even if it's just a little bit less, it's okay. If you guys are having a good time, it's okay. It's okay, you know, because it's just going to add to all of what you guys do. And and even even if you don't write a good story, I know Ryan's going to save your ass, Donnie, because he's awesome. He's going to draw. He's going to draw cool, right? He's going to draw cool stuff. So yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. And, okay, I'm I'm I'm. Let me just say, I am completely biased on the art side. I've said forever, comic books are minimal, fifty one percent. Right. I'm going to my grave. I'm holding to that. 51. I agree with that. I agree with that for for sure. And, and, and here's why, because I've seen many, 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 many people go, man, look at that cover. Oh my God. I'm going to go buy it. So you got to say it based on it or they pick it up and they flip through it and they go, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. And and then they buy, I, I, I rarely had anybody sit there and go, love that cover. My favorite character, great two page spread in there. Let me no, absolutely. Read, let me That's... read a couple of these balloons and go. No, I can't do it. You know. So and put it yeah. back. No. What, what the pressure on you, Donnie, is after if if Ryan and I have done our job, they've actually taken it home, and now the pressure's on you. You better deliver twenty right. pages of a story. Exactly. Because it's go time. Well, Todd, that's actually a really good place for me to announce uh, something because you just said if you and Ryan do your job i mean earlier today on i think it was yesterday on instagram you announced that that stegman is going to be doing a cover for scorch um and 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 that and that you're going to be inking over ryan which i know is a dream come true for him i've already have i've already had the pleasure of being inked by you which he rubs in my face constantly ryan how'd you let him line cut i don't know (laughs) i I was yeah no I got it. Yeah, yeah. But but I'm happy to announce right here in front of everybody in a fat in a way that Todd can't back out of it whatsoever that Todd's going to be doing an exclusive cover for 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 our book, Vanish. I I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. You said, OK, yeah. I, yeah, I feel so. like Dr. Galakowicz. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So hey, okay. there we go. Okay. Well, so we'll make a deal then. We're going to we're going to we're going to horse trade here on your Substack then. Let's do it. Um, so, so, uh, although this is sort of weird, <laughs> so I got whole sec. So I no, you know what? Maybe I do owe you one because uh, I did the crossover, then you did that one, and then 
Ryan's I doing think, one, so actually the volley comes. I think yes, it is. I get yeah. volleys in your court. Yeah. yeah. No, I owe you one. You're right. Okay, that's right. I do owe you one. Okay, you're right. Okay, let's make it official then. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Exclusive. Exclusive only to comic book shops around the the world. A Todd McFarlane cover. Look at that. That is phenomenal. Hey, Ryan, uh, do do you have do you have anything you can show them on? Could you send me that that rough of the cover? You guys, um, you can show the good folks here. Yeah, let me see if I can get you guys talk for a second. I'll get it uh, loaded up on here real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah, I... and the other thing, and the other thing, Todd, that I kind of want to segue into very abruptly, if at all possible, because I want you to talk about the shit that you know makes you excited, is um, I have a, I have one more small ask of you, Todd. Um, I want to be in your Spawn film. Me too. All of us. I'll be violent. All of us. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And would y'all be like, would y'all be like cokeheads or something like that, and get like chill? Yeah, done. Super awesome. Yeah, done. I can do it. I can do it. How has that process been, man? Uh, it's 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 it it's heating up, and here's why I know it's heating up because uh, I just sent out uh, a letter today because the lawyers are on my back wanting to clear all the rights, right? Mm. So. That like once the lawyers get in, then you know everybody's paying attention. Right, something's, totally. Something's moving in the right direction because they don't get the lawyers unless somebody's about to spend some money. So uh, right, yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah, we're it's sadly it's um it's uh the process of Hollywood and it's yeah. I I I I define Hollywood as being a place that you can <clears throat> work in it for 40, 40 years. 40 years, right. you can do three three projects, and when you die, they call you prolific. Uh, <laughs> it's a great site. So, I, you, you know, everybody yeah. here on the screen, we're used to turning stuff out 30 days, right? Yeah. I, I, it's a, it is just an odd place that I just got. Go, got when you when you get around to saying yes, uh, give me a call. But in the meantime, I got a day job. Right. No, yeah. exactly. My, my wife uh, worked in um, – Hollywood for about 15 years uh, oh. doing set uh, set deck and doing on, on on like really big films. And she said the best thing I've ever heard, which is most of Hollywood is um, arsonist uh, disguised as firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been my entire experience. Uh, uh, in... Hey guys, I had a good friend that was pretty high up it wanted the major studio, right? I won't say where or when. Don't want, sure, to get yeah. him in, don't want to get him in trouble. But I used to go in there and pitch him stuff all the time. And he'd go, yeah, cool, and then whatever. And then eventually he 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 phoned me one day and he goes, Todd, how come you don't come in and pitch me any more stuff? And I'm like, because you never buy anything. All right. right, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then he's like, well, sometimes I do. And I go, well, yeah, but, you buy, okay, even if you buy it, you never make anything, not mine, just anybody's. Right, right? yeah. And then, and then I remember I was out with him one time when I sort of gave him heck again. And, and I remember him looking sort of left and right. And he's going, Todd, let me tell you. He goes, this is a pretty cushy job. <laughs> this is a pretty cushy job. And he goes, and if I don't make anything, that means I'll have no failures. Right? So nothing will ever not work. Right? Wow. Now, wow. He wasn't that glass half full, which is if I make it, it actually might work. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I don't make anything. And he's still... He stayed in that executive position for a long time before I think they finally said, you're not making anything. And, right, but he, yeah. 
but he got but he got what he needed out of it right he got he's got a, his resume padded and he made a lot of money and didn't have to make anything and so it was like Woo, that's so sometimes you're in a room with somebody who doesn't want to make well, anything. That's the thing about comics versus like the Hollywood kind of structure that has always bothered me so much is that there's been so many, I, I can't tell you how many, and I'm sure yours is a billion times more than mine, but like meetings, meetings that are just for the sake of someone saying that they had a meeting and just like, why are we sitting here talking instead of making a thing? Because in the culture that we all come from, if you want to make something, you just go and make it. You just, right. you just go and get to work, you know, and it's always just, it's always just been a, 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 a you know, it's the, um, what do they call it? The, the, um, the, the water bottle tour where you go to these studios and, and you collect a bunch of bottles of water because they all want to sit down and talk to you about stuff. And it's just like, I, I, I don't understand why, well, why we're sitting I, here I, talking. From, I've talked to plenty of people just from a practical point of view. I don't, I, I, I mean, I, with sincerity, I say to them, how do you budget? Like, how do you budget right. your life if you're like a mid-level actor or mid-level writer or mid-level director? Right, yeah. Like, you never know whether you're going to get a call or not. So in, so in January, you're young, you got a family, you got two kids. How do you know what lifestyle to live? Because right, you don't totally. know, like, it's, it's well, sort of feast or famine. It's, and I, I just... Yeah. I just, well, I, not only that... Not only that, the thing that kills me about the the idea of 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 working in Hollywood as a writer, be it like TV or for the big screen or anything like that, is like when I invest myself in something. And Todd, I'm sure you're, you're the exact same way. It is all of me. Like I am all in, and 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 you're getting the best of me on the page. And then what? what just kind of like stupefies me and just like, you know, drives me insane to even think about is doing all that work and then it just never coming out and just no one ever seeing it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can be a little bit fair to them. Right. And be a little bit gracious. My guess is Donnie Ryan, that if it cost $55 million to put out every one of our comic books, we probably would analyze it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's well, true. Well, so, there's that, yeah. Somebody's okay. got a lot of money on the line, and so they're trying to figure out how to recoup that money. We're, right, yeah. we're just sort of saying, let's put out a comic book. If it doesn't work, we'll we'll, we'll do better next month, right? Right, yeah. And, yeah, so, yeah. and so going back to the body of the work, which is, again, where you know I get all these artists that, again, think every panel's got to be a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. That that I just go look at guys. You, I, I got 320 issues of Spawn. Do you think all of those are good? Of course they're not. What are you talking about, right? No. But now they're not judging me on the first issue or the eighth. They're judging me on like the character now. They're just either like the right. character or they don't. And so if it's a great issue or it's not a great issue, then. That it, it doesn't really sort of move the overall average of what's going on there, which basically means that that if that once you know that every one of your comic books is a creative child, and you're and you're literally giving birth to hundreds and hundreds of creative children, some of them are going to be ugly, some of them <laughs> some are going to be really beautiful, and yeah, yeah, yeah. handsome. And handsome, but the majority of them are going to be in between. There's going to be like some right. really kind of ugly ones, and then some really wow. I don't know where that came from. And then, <laughs> then there's going to be basically right in here, but they're going to be they're going to be 
sort of putting it all and swimming it all in the same from a fan. Why? Because we did it. We did it. What are you talking about? If somebody said to me when John Byrne was doing X-Men, uh, John Byrne can't do 20 pages a month. He can only do 15. And we're going to have to do a five-page uh, backup. Or ah, he can't do his 20 pages, so he's not doing the issue. I would have taken 15 pages of John Byrne. Right. Pages of whoever the hell, my mom at that point. I would like, don't take John away for 20 pages. <laughs> like, so there's always a way to basically get to where you get to. And let me tell you, Don, if you saw how I wrote my books, it would horrify you, which is why <laughs> you don't have too many artists around because the way that it works is something like this. Ryan's working with me. I give him like half the plot because I don't do full script. And I go, here, Ryan, here's half the plot. And then Ryan comes, and then by the time he gets near the end of those first 10 pages, I actually look at the clock and see whether he's actually on time or not. Because he should have had two weeks for 10 pages, five pages, five pages a week, right? Monday through Friday, take the weekend off. Monday through Friday, take the weekend off. Page a day, page a day, take the weekend off. Page a day, take the weekend off. It's a prayer. Say it. Uh, and so... You get it done. And so all of a sudden, two weeks come and Ryan says, oh, Tony, I only got eight pages done. The dog ate my homework. Or usually what happens is life. I got right. sick. My kid got sick. Somebody got in an accident. I have to go try. I mean, life gets in the way. So now I go, okay, Ryan, so tell me how bad life is. Okay, it's not that bad. All right, so you had a flu. All right, I'm going to finish the second half. I already know what the story is, but I'm going to now adjust some of the setting. I was going to have the good guy and the bad guy beating the shit, shit out of each other in Times Square. You know what? I'm going to teleport them to a cave. Right, Ryan? No people. Mm -hmm. No buildings. No background. They still got to pound each other because I still need to get the motivations of the two characters and why they're even doing what they're doing right now. But I don't really care what's in the background. I don't really care, right? So so what so now I give that to Ryan. All of a sudden he picks up a little bit of speed because he just had to draw a little bit of rocks in the back. He didn't have to worry about a bunch of stuff. Bum 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 boom. And all of a sudden we get a book out. And next thing you know, you got 320 of them. Like again, they're not all perfect, right? Some of them you have to have cave shots. Uh and but Ryan gets it done. He gets to do another issue. All of a sudden he's got a body of work and he's doing good. And so Ryan's figured it out because my my dad lecture to most artists is do 10 issues of one book. I don't care what the book is, do 10 issues of it. Right? Like like you're not you're not allowing the audience to grab you to right. say, oh my God, right. Donnie, Donnie does this, Ryan does that, Todd did this. I mean, there's still people like Todd, you're the Spidey guy. Okay, what do I care? Right? They right. they grabbed you in a spot. But if you're always moving, always moving they can never grab me you know like they're a brilliant artist right now that should be way more popular than you and i ryan mm -hmm. you, and I can, you and i can name probably close to 50 to 100 right now yeah but you know what though fuck them so no, like no. you know no, no. Like, <laughs> no, no, they're great they're great they're great they just don't oh, uh, i know they don't, a little bit of the hustle i I'm yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, like some, some of those guys' skill with my hustle, it would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. It would have been off the charts. Well, speaking of that hustle, I think we have something to show. Uh, yeah, here, we're right going to show now. this uh, layout. It's all set to go. So um, Ryan Ryan wants to show, uh, yeah, the, the layout. layout. For this, score. Is yeah. For the score. this is a team book. So uh, he's got, looks like he's got Spawn in the front. 
And then yep. off on the right side, there's a badass gunslinger with his two pistols and his rifle. And then the de facto team leader, you got she spawn and she's, yep. a, bit of, she's a kick ass too. And then I had to put spawn up in front, you know, that. Yeah. So, and then there's some buildings back there, but mm, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that one because yeah, you get to, you get to ink it. So you can got a big logo back there. Right. So, yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, cool. All right. I thought, well, I'm dude, you tighten that up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I know. I'll, 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 I'll I know. Go. I can't wait to do that. I've seen Capullo's pencils that he used to send you and they were pretty loose. So no, I look, I look at, uh, Sylvester just sent me one today. Oh right. my gosh. You can't oh show God. that, right? Oh God. I'd love to see that. Yeah. So, so I you can show it to us. Yeah. Just so maybe just not. Said, on the hey, I go, you can, you can, you can be rough. Right. So, yeah. I'll show you. I mean, my, I mean, my cover, it doesn't get much more rough than than that. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. So, so that's, that's rough. Spawn, right. But it, I mean, but again, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's scratchy, right? Yeah, I mean, if you get, right. he's not, he's not sort of defining the hair yeah. or whatever else. Look at that. Right. At but, that. so, but if I, you know, I just started inking a little bit of it. So let me turn on a little bit of the ink. On here. Are you using Procreate to ink or what are you using? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, give me a nostril. Give me the eye placement. Right. Give me a little bit. Right. I'll I'll just figure out. I'll figure out some of the muscle structure and stuff. Don't worry about it. It's awesome. So. Well, Todd, hey, hey, I, you know, I think we've gone over an hour now. I don't want to keep you any, any longer think, than we have to. Um, I think I have a four o'clock that I'm missing right now, too. That's All fine, right. man. Yeah. Well, let's get, let's. Let's, uh, let's, this has been, uh, um, honestly, just uh, as it is every time that you and I get on the phone and everything, an honor and such an education. Um, yeah, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, Todd, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to plug? What do, what do you want to promote? What's going on, man? What's going on in the world of Todd? Um, I, I usually worry about what's sort of the, the, the next thing. So I guess the next thing would be uh, sort of this courts although you know with gunslinger and king spawn coming out i you know i i've got almost a book a week coming out now so after 30 years of one book we're now like four books right so i'm on the amazing on accelerated sort of level but uh that you know there's been some issues with the printer so that book might get a little bit delayed which is frustrating uh not through any fault of our own because we're ready to go um but that that will be it and then we'll just we'll just we'll just kick ass and you know i'm always doing crazy toys and whatever but i'm I'm not shy about announcing stuff donnie so don't don't worry about it if i got <laughs> i know i know you're not i know you're not though the very last thing i will ask from you todd and for kids love chains press and everything i will ask for a short just whatever the hell you want to say little blurb that we can steal from you and print on shit about kids love chains press just say whatever the hell you want about how dope me and this Ryan is really are. on the spot here. Uh, here's what uh, I'm not going to talk about Donnie and, and Ryan because they already <laughs> made it. So I'm going to try to give some inspiration to the rest of the crew out there. Let, uh, let me let me encourage you advocate for yourself. Advocate for yourself because if you don't, nobody else's job is to make you happy Absolutely. today. So if you don't care about yourself and you don't have the confidence in yourself, then why should anybody else? So basically you can't be shy. You got to sell, you got to sell and you got to hustle. Otherwise you're going to let people less talented than you, Donnie, Ryan, and myself basically get up on stage when you actually might have more talent than all of us. 
So push, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself, and others will join after you get your confidence. That goes yeah. along with our uh, our catchphrase, which is uh, "quit your jobs, chase your dreams" on KLC yeah. Press. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then yeah. Dot, 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 you can always go back to your job if it doesn't work. Yeah, you know, go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, Todd. Thank you so much, man. This has been an honor. Um, uh, uh, super helpful and entertaining and enlightening as always. Uh, for those of you on YouTube who are finding this and they're checking this out, oh, what is this? What's happening? Somebody, I, I, I guess this page got lost in the warehouse and I, I didn't know it. And somebody said, hey, we found and it. You're, and you're going to send it to me. Yeah, I'll send you my address. Yeah, yeah you're going to send it to me, right? Yeah. It's, it's covered at 21. It's been lost literally for decades. Oh, my God. Somebody, somebody found it. It's cool. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that'll be sent to me, and I can't wait to frame it or and me. put it up in my house. Me. So not, we'll just split it in, in half, and we'll put it in places. <laughs> anyway, Todd, thank you All so right, much, man. As That's always, yep, thank you. Talk to you guys. All, All right. right, thanks, pal. Thanks, man. Bye. -bye.